culture we are here lineage of greatness again it's been a while this one is somewhat opportune this one is newsworthy noteworthy it's about a man we've discussed intermittently on the show probably 36 times uh wow i said 36 just randomly in my brain uh ghost face killer dennis coles ghost dini starks he just um, hit a half a man he just he had did. A, he did yep Buck 50. Yeah, that's right. He Salute to him. His 50th birthday, right? He did. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like and, Friday. Yeah. And so uh, I'll be your host this evening, Zellaraka, Ghostface Disciple, Devotee, Worshipper. I got Alaska here. I got Curly Castro. I just wave like you could see me. He just waves. Uh, me and Castro, I mean, me and Alaska have the Zoom backgrounds of P-Tone in a building. It's yeah. been um, It's been incredible to think about someone that old <laughs> being one of the most incredible artists of your lifetime who reformatted what a fucking rapper could be so what's up man no sorry go ahead i didn't mean to cut you. oh no no so uh, it's i don't even know the last lineage of greatness we did it might have been woods might have been it's either woods or black thought i think woods or black thought yeah, so, I think it was, I think it's probably Woods. It's disrespectful to us and Ghost to not make him the first fucking guy we ever did. However, yeah, um, it's been I a long we, time. I think coming. it's more important that we got our reps and we got comfortable. And we knew what the hell we were doing before we even started discussing. Good point, this. dude. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't go to the gym trying to deadlift, you know, four or five plates. You go in there with a little bitch ass bar first, scuffs up your shins. You know, and then you go back, put the tens on like a little clown. Everybody's looking at you laughing. Yeah, blow out your hamstring real good, and you get back. You know start adding on so i think i think for us it's important that we got the reps up a little you know did a year in this piece you know what i mean raekwon would be like yo man i did i did 365 bullets before i came through you know what i mean with the blah. or ghost would say yeah, that and i would and i would tell raekwon as i told him 60 60 times before i don't know what you're talking about if i was friends with him i would say that shit to him all the time yo he I said mean, you ain't doing the science i'd be like yo i don't know what? Yo, you know what he said dude, the other day when, when the infamous turned 25? <laughs> I love he's he's my favorite. I love his dude. They were doing like an Ebro thing on Apple Music on Apple Radio. So they're interviewing Havoc and Q Tip and Ray, you know, all on Zoom to talk about the infamous and prodigy. And they were like, they asked Ray, they were like, what was it like to be on the infamous and being in those sessions and doing on two songs and you and Ghost and you and Nas and your album was like being recorded and being made. And Ray was like, yo, man, it was like being in the Olympics. <laughs> it's like the Olympics. I was like, yo, man, never changed, right? You are the fucking coolest, man. Never, man. That motherfucker never. said Luther Vandal. Oh. Like, it's like Luther Vandal. Somebody. Mm. And, and the funny thing is he needs to take that and use that as an album title, but we know he will Yo, he's, uh, but he, he, he's only one of, one of the half of the greatest slangologists. You know what I mean? Street therapists. You know what I mean? Street astrologists. You know what I mean? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So, yo, Ghostface. So, I, I, I wanted to let, let it off like this. When... I want to get this out the way. 
Okay. I'm sorry. Um, the opinions expressed during this episode are solely each person's individual opinion. And I don't want anybody listening to think that, A, we're going to harp on how horrible Ghostface is right now, or B, we're not going to bring it up. So it will come up, but this is a lineage of greatness. So we're definitely going to focus on his great moments. It's all about the highs, dog. It's all about the... <laughs> but no, but I will... But I will We've I will been critical. I will say this. At some point later, I will bring up Ghostface Killers, which is actually a really decent project. Word. That's but, all it's just painted a certain way because of his past two or three projects before that for me. So we're like, you know, it's because they still the newest one that came out. Yeah. yeah that's like, the last like one last he did year. with a couple yeah. of videos and he mm-hmm. was wearing the dead president's makeup. Mm-hmm. But, um, but going into that, you would think, eh, cause the, I think the one before that and the one before that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. um, but we're definitely here to talk praise about the man. I'm not going to say anything hard for shortcomings but i just wanted to put that out there um as a footnote all right so here, here's my question i want to lead off with when because I, I think he was all on our radars obviously on 36 chambers introducing the ghost face killer mm-hmm. but when when to you was he like the guy or you were like whoa this motherfucker is on something so i actually I have a theory about, about this can, yeah, can I, I tap I into this exact moment yeah but i have an exact um, moment but you good so I loved Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man was like a game-changing record for me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I didn't see him as like the greatest rapper ever at that point. I was just like, this motherfucker's dope. Right? Yeah, he's just another one out the um, hot. Albums banging. For me, it was Wu Tang Forever. I agree. I agree. so so here's my theory. At the time of Wu Tang Forever, Ghostface was the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. We just didn't know it yet. No. Because if, if you track the, the, the progression from through Wu-Tang Forever, uh, he did like Wu-Tang Forever, he did Cobra Clutch, he did yep. the shit on Bobby Digital, he did the yep. shit with Charlie Baltimore, and yeah, then he dropped Supreme Clientele. Yep. Yeah. And it was Stand just like... Is the craziest shit of all time. Just like when you get to the end of that run, like you just like, holy shit. Like it wasn't until you get to the end that you appreciate how great that whole period was. So that, I mean, that's we my... We weren't aware that he was going to run. Yeah. He didn't, you know, we weren't aware he was in a run. Yeah. Um, no, because it was... One that took, ran for like seven the years. Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang release schedule and how they did features was also so sporadic. You couldn't count on, you know, and back then you didn't know if he was coming out this year or not, and then he would pop up on a remix. You know, they Ray and Ghost would surprise me sometimes on the remixes. I knew they were cool with people, but who knew they were? Mm-hmm. So, and also, they would jump on like four or five-man songs, six-man mm-hmm. songs, yeah. which is like, when you're high in lyricists, you don't know nothing happens. You know, Nas did that once or twice, but like Nas did that, like you count on one hand. These cats, I'm just saying, they would jump on like major posse cuts. My my ghost moment was um not when I actually realized how great he was when I started paying him attention. Heavy was like, okay, so I was a big Raekwon guy when Wu first dropped. But when Wu first first dropped, and I'm talking Raekwon, you know, Cuban Lace comes out and um uh enter the 36, right? But Ghostface wearing those stocking masks was doing something for me. Mm. Um, I'm a Brooklyn cat. You know, all these MCs, um, Alaska, you, you know this. A lot of the videos shot center. You see the cat's clear face. You know what I'm saying? He's always in center frame. Mm-hmm. On the boys behind him. It's always like a, a panorama front levels and shit like that, if anybody mm-hmm. can visualize what I'm saying. And it was always a clear cut um, who this person was. You know what I'm saying? Right. MC sold their face. 
other than um like favorites of mine like Ramos Z and shit like that. People weren't mm-hmm. covering their face, right? Right. Right. And he was he was wearing the two stocking mask and legend has it because he was on the run for a uh, robbery and shit. But right. he was wearing two of them. Now people have wore one before as a little effect in a video they robbing somebody or something. But he wore one underneath the white one and he wore the black one with the hole and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember there was words of you're never going to see this guy's face. And then you find out this guy's in this ghost face. Yep. You, you know, because at first you didn't know everybody's name. You couldn't tell everybody apart. Right. And you, you realize the stock cat guy is ghost face killer. And I was like, oh, yep. shit, he's not going to show his face? Yeah. What do you mean? And and that enhances runs because to tell you the truth, he was like the third worst when they first saw him. Yeah, and you know, I, I think like the breaking point when I first – because he was like – I think the dopest thing about Wu-Tang is – you go because they've been around so long and there's so many motherfuckers. You you personally as a listener and fan go through phases of like, that's my guy. Wait, yeah. this is my guy, right? So early on it was like Method Man. Method Man is the coolest motherfucker. Obviously. Song is popping. Then it's like dirty. Then it's like dirty, because dirty is loud and rambunctious. And like you said, Ghost is like, okay, he's in there. Like he's a dude. All right, cool, yeah. fine. But I remember like the jump off moment when I was like, ooh, was fourth chamber. When he said, why is the sky blue? Why is water wet? Why did Judas rap? That moment I was like, that couplet, I was like, this dude is somebody. And I didn't even know what that was because I was a kid absorbing all this shit, not knowing. So, boom, let me finish. Let me finish. My- oh, my bit, my bit. You good. So the stock and cap cap, because I was saying he was the third worst. He wasn't mm. the best lyricist and he wasn't the top top three or four. Wow. So so the stocking cap was a learn. I was like, all right, boom, he's never taken a stocking cap. Then he took it off. Then I tucked him back below. I was like, all right, he took it off. I remember being like that. He's like, he took, you know, like the next couple of videos, you saw him and shit. And then me and my man, Anthony, we were walking around Brooklyn. I don't know what we were doing. And this is when Street Teams was popping. Mm-hmm. And I saw the Iron Man poster mm-hmm. with the woo emblem in the iron plate, chest plate. And I'm super into comics at this one. I'm like, yo, though, so this is, this guy gonna tap into the comics? And the iron, and I was like, all right. So that made me start paying attention to him more when it was like an ensemble and shit. Let me wait for, let me see, let me hear goes part. And there's Iron Man. And then obviously, like you were saying, um, Alaska, and then you got Wu Feather, and then him and Ray is ending the song. And then yeah. that's when I first started questioning Yo, Ghost might have something better than Ray on this song. Yeah. Even though Ray finished. And that was back to before that moment, before Triumph, that was undeniable. Mm-hmm. Ray was always, yeah. you know, when they, you know, Ray was always on. Um, Outside like criminology. Waxing. Like criminology was like Ghostface. One or two, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Ghostface, yeah. even though he was co-starring, he was co-starring. He was very much pipping to, mm-hmm. to Ray Jordan on that record. He didn't mm-hmm. really outshine Ray. I don't know if that was by design or just skill level at that point. But he was definitely a complimentary cat cap on there too but i remember trying dropping and i was like oh okay okay and then that's that's mm-hmm. when i started paying attention i was but i remember seeing the street team post it was around the fucking light post like three of them and it said iron man coming mm-hmm. soon and i remember that was my first time seeing anybody um with some new shit because i think uh meth had dropped gray dirty and then it was kind of quiet maybe for a little bit those joints had dropped kind of relatively close, and then I think there was like maybe like four or five months. I can't remember. It was a long time ago, and then then I saw seeing a post. Now, no, it wasn't four or five months because I 
I was, you was thirsting for like, all right, what's next for these cats? And then you would see the street team post and that would be at least a month out. But it would still get you um your mouth watering and shit like that. And I remember um seeing that, seeing the wallaby shit. Oh yeah. You know, um yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that um yeah, that was dope. I I think like if when you when you look at like his ninety, I'm looking at the years, right? His ninety-five. That to me is like when he got the reps in to be something yeah. fucking like pro- like a problem. Four Chamber, Investigative Reports, Brooklyn Zoo 2, right back at you with Mob Deep, right? Then then you got all the, what's the name shit? All the fucking um, Cuban links, all yep. of that. Then you have like the really underrated joint, it's called, uh, real live shit. It's real live, Capadonna, Lord Tariq, Killison, and Ghostface. All right, that, that's like the posse cut cash was talking about with like six dudes. Then 96, then you get freaking you remix with Joe to see yeah. Ray. He's setting it all. And then you get the Who's the Champion joint off the Great White Hype soundtrack, which is a crazy song that kind of just got swept under the radar. And then you have Iron Man. So it's like all of the things you need to separate yourself from like Cash was saying, being bottom three. Yeah. And like, okay, top four to like number one. Then, then, then you hit Woo forever. You could tell on like 36 Chambers that he wasn't comfortable in the studio or on the mic. Like he was rapping like somebody who was rapping with headphones on for the first time mm. on that record. And like, you know, there was like sort of like he was yelling. He didn't really nice. let his personality shine. It was just like forward momentum. Like, let me get through this. Yep, you're right. And then he had that run where he got a lot of reps in and he got really comfortable on the mic. Totally. Yeah. I think the fascinating thing is like by the time he hit Supreme, which we'll probably talk about at length, he like he's so and he and he's also like thirty years old when that record hits, but yeah. he's so comfortable. You know, Marvin, Marvin, you were a friend of mine. You still like he started like tapping into that space where you're like, yo, this is so easy to me. Like yeah. I'm so in my own shit, I can just like flex, do whatever, sing. You know what I mean? Like it it became like the culmination of all. But but I I think like the reps is right like. 36 chambers he's just like he's he's like a very like early 90s rapper on that record where he's just like yelling and just like ah fucking flying everywhere so let me ask you guys something do you think capadonna coming into the fold had Mm. any impact on his style and the way it evolved because there's a real looseness in capadonna style that wasn't there even for ghosts on like iron man well cap cap used to influence them when he finally got back around and when he got out of jail Mm-hmm. That's so what I'm saying. That was a universal effect to all of them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this guy, um, uh, so carefree with his flow. Like at that point, they had all been in the industry, and he's coming not literally rapping from jail, but you know he's still. You can see with his bar count, with his rhyme mm-hmm. schemes, he didn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. You know they have they have label interests in mind. They're thinking about things like like Z mentioned all those um, remixes and features. They're getting those calls. So yep. yeah, they write. You know, they write with a certain technique now. Even even though they're still doing their Wu Slang um, editorial style, but like for Kappa to come with that splash of color and that and that splash of um, um, ingenuity and um, spontaneity, that had to that had to affect them. You know, what, I, th- I think what he has, like what you're tapping into, is they were. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember from the Wu documentary from Showtime last year, um, and I watched it twice. But I don't know, like specifically, what year, or what era, Kappa went to jail, right? But 
he wasn't there when they were like in the van doing shows in fucking Virginia, then Baltimore, then Philly, and then New Jersey, right. New York the same night, and then Brooklyn, Manhattan mm-hmm. the same night. Right. Like he wasn't, right. you know, and then all putting the money up, and then Loud Records and Steve Rifkin, all that. Like, like you're saying, they were on a major label path, but he yep. wasn't there, right? So right. like you're saying, it's very serious. There's meetings, there's budgets, sample clearances. And then he walks into the shit. We're like, oh, you're making Cuban links? I'll just jump on like three joints real quick. Who gives a fuck? And they're like the some of the biggest songs. And he was like that genuine, like raw element that they came up Winter with. Like, Winter Wars is not supposed to be that low. Like, don't no. get it twisted. Winter Wars is great, but it's not Dice Roar's first appearance on the roof. They let Dice go. Freestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Winter Wars they probably told Cabot to get in there and he started freestyling connective bars and kept just going. You could right. tell. Mm-hmm. So he's freestyling a couple of bars and then that had him kicking another verse. That wasn't planned. Mm-mm. Nobody plans nothing like that. It, it, yeah. it came off too too great. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't say you're going in for the 80 and shit. You know? Right. And so for like, how's that connected Ghost? You know what I mean? Where is it like, he's, he's so, because Cap is just so much like, like I was saying to the homie uh, uh, on uh, the Cabbage's newsletter, Gary Suarez, he interviewed me about Kappa last week. Gary, I mean, Kappa's just like, I got to fucking rap. Like, I just got to fucking do this all the time. And being around that type of shit when you're like thinking about, you know, what's my sound scan going to be the first week? And then where's the first video shoot and all that shit? It's like, oh, wait, this is my man right here. We, we've been knowing each other when we were fucking 10. We're 24. Let's just wrap or, on this shit. Or bomb. The split on this song is uh, five grand a piece. I'm not doing more than 16 bars. Right. And Cap it does an eight. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, there's, a, there's a different, there's a different energy. You yeah. got. I'm only doing 12. I bet you you got. I'm only doing four bars. Give me my money. You know that was going yep. down. But yeah, well, I, um, I, I think I think what like what, what later happened with the Kappa energy was like you know the document like Lord Superb. Mm-hmm. Supreme energy, exactly. Solomon mm-hmm. Child, you know, because he had like he had like the Ray energy, Cap Ray Ray and Kappa energy, Solomon Childs, Lord Superb. Then he started doing like the the Theodore unit with the clan and all those. Trife, dudes. Trife, Trife yep. Trife was around for a minute, and then then it became he like definitely Wublock. would get a battery pack MC with him, right? If you look at it, he would always have a battery pack MC with yeah, him. He's Somebody never been like in the corner, like Jizz. Jizz is like I'm in the corner or master killer. Master killer. No, I'm in the himself. corner. Yeah, crafting. No. Right. Yeah. Even you God is more independent acting right. than um than Ghost was. Ghost was very collaborative. That's something mm-hmm. that's oh that's a that's a revelation. If, if listeners, if you check it, Ghost was very collaborative and we're mentioning to you certain co pilots of his, you know, that were rocking with him during these certain periods and mm-hmm. you could tell by his output. Mainly right. when you check in for MCs being influenced by their friend MCs, look at the hooks. Look mm-hmm. at the hooks. The hooks will show you um the hooks will show you risks an MC takes because his boys is there to help him out with that stuff. Yeah, straight up. You, you, you know, a hook is um for the listeners out there. A hook is like a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you if you writing a hook, you're gonna do something comfortable right there to give you a little break, but also to, to pull in listeners to get something groovy going before you go back to um slicing swords and shit. And you can always tell by somebody's hook if there's another MC near them that does that style. Be like, mm-hmm. oh shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, or a great example of that is Emilio Sparks writing that <laughs> piece for Give It To Me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay-Z was going to write that in his head on the paper mm-hmm. anything. But but you're going to put Emilio Sparks, you don't even hear him. He's not even on the record. And he wasn't even credited on that song at first. 
but he knew he needed that energy. That good, she's still like the way Emilio said it. Anybody else could have said it, and it would not have hit like that. Yeah. So, um, but just but that just goes to um, MCs contributing to the greater MC good, and Ghostface oh. definitely would take that energy from other MCs that were in his in his cipher in his sphere and use that to his benefit. You can hear it in the work. Bong, bong. So let, why don't we take our first break and then we're going to get back talk about favorite verses, songs, all of the super nerdy-ass incredible shit you've come to expect from the Co-op Culture Podcast. Us three. You know what I mean? Shout Black. out to in the loop. Us three. So we're taking... Oh, wait, I got a shout out. Um, I got a shout out my man Goonie. He's, he's, me. He's, um, he's working on something, working on a really secret but good project. So hopefully it uh, comes to fruition. But he told me to shout him out. Just on the text. I ain't no it's text. business, man. We in business. He told me to shout him out. Yo, go on. Right. So you text me. That's fucked up. All right, let's hit a break. Be our back. Peace with the one is your man Curly Castro. Enough with the lights and pleasantries. This is about shrap. Me and my partner, Prem Rock, bringing you like heat rocks. Falling metal, exploding bombs, produced by Lucid and Willie Green, brought to y'all by Backwood Studios. If you don't have it by now, then you missing out. Just when you thought it was safe. One. We're back. Call out. Shablash, shablash, shablash. Brought to you by Optimo. Sprinkle some snow in it and get fucking skied out. Ain't we supposed to write a rap for our intro, bro? Nah, man. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there now. See, I want a new intro beat. It's time to rotate. Season's changing. I'm going by the moon. Right. Yeah, so I'm going by the moon. Intro beat. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am. I'm serious, man. You know, I'm, I'm very much moon influenced now. Good for you, so, um, Moon influence. Let's, let's flip that um, beat. Okay, so here's something I wanted to add on with Alaska's Wu-Tang Forever thing, right? Mm, okay. Wu-Tang Forever hit. And that was like, that really was like the my most played album, like I had the fucking impossible hip hop quotable from his verse on my wall. <laughs> I, had wall Dex, yeah. I had Dex Triumph verse on my wall. I had all that shit everywhere. Like that was like the, the fucking coronation moment in my life. Um, that was the album where I was like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. I don't know what's happening at all. And like I'm like looking forward to hearing him rhyme on the songs now. Like not meth, not dirty. Like Deck was my man. I was a big Deck dude. Like Deck got me into rapping and attempting it. Like Ghost was like this whole other mysterious, like enigma, where he wasn't. You know, I was aware of him obviously through all the other records, but that record is like when he's like Alaska was saying on other shows. When he starts, and, and Cash, what you said, when he starts like tapping into the ether, like all these colors and energies mm-hmm. that no one had ever, ever sniffed in rap history. Like yeah. Wu Tang Forever is that. And so when I was a kid processing it, you know, with all the other guys on there and songs and, and Smash songs, it's like when he did like the fucking Bells of War shit, he was like, Wu Tang tore me off the cross. All you saw was white meat skin yeah, hanging, off. hanging off. These is words from the Archbishop. I was like, "What are you saying?" But as a kid, I'm like, I don't know what most of these guys are saying because I don't know five percent or wisdom yet. I don't know street slang like with drug shit in Staten Island, but I could like piece it together. 
his shit was the first time where, and I think, so, what's the name said it? Lyft might have said on our last episode, where like there's certain records you hear, you're like, I don't know if I like this, but I keep going back to it. And like yeah. he was that guy to me on Forever where I was like, this isn't knuckleheads, this isn't criminology or whatever, but this is like, why do I want to keep hearing him say that shit? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that Bells of War shit, I was like, yo, this is so weird. But it's like hard, you know what I mean? Dude, the motherfucker said, "Lightning Bob, Lightning Rod Bob, black candy cane attached to God, thick like a great adventure cigar in your garage." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You have to live in the Northeast and have gone to Great Adventure to know what the hell he's talking about. Yep, the novelty plastic cigars. Wow amazing in your garage dude he's <laughs> he's just like no, he added, i may or may not be god i may or may not be god he he had his so. other little run on i mean iron man i've said a million times it's, it's my favorite album ever and if you guys want to hear me talk about it for an hour and a half go check the next movement podcast where they have mcs come on talk about the, you know their favorite record so i talk about that shit forever in a day and supreme and all that um but he has that one line on uh on daytona where he says like um he says like something about iron man no iron man i'm i'm no it was this no iron man i'm the diecast metal i'm still alloy true identities hidden inside secret tabloids that's a crazy line true he said the fortune teller tucked the sleeping gas umbrella Yeah, I'm just going to splash it like because one. it's more obvious. My yeah. favorite verse of his is, um, you mentioned it earlier, is on Fourth Chamber. Because um, the the um the video switches, um, he's in some bunker or whatever. He's wearing the fucking army helmet. Oh, that's crazy, dude. With the camo on. That and he crazy. says, now, now the flow is, is faster than this, but I'm just going to spit it. But the only man I hold weight for. That's the first. That's the first. Only man a whole week. Only man a whole way for. Stop the valley kid in '83. Rock Taylors. My memorex before tape decks. My own phone sex. Watch out for Haiti bitches. I heard they throw heads. Yo, who hold platoon is filled with raccoons? Corner sitting wine, niggas sipping apple bonus. Ain't a white cartoon. Cause I be ducking crazy space. The kid hold white shit like blacks rock ashy legs. Why is the sky blue? Why is water wet? Why did Judas rat the Romans while Jesus slept? Stand up, you're out of luck like two dogs stuck. Iron Man be sipping rum at his family cup. Inflammable. Inflammable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Jesus. Yeah, like that, that, that song, like that moment when he was, like he was, I was thinking about how when, I was thinking about Biggie today, how like Biggie would have like the most simple, basic punchlines that are like timeless. Where he, you could say any of his punchlines now, even though they're twenty some years old, and be like, "I get that." Okay, mm-hmm. it's not like specific, like, "Yo, catch me at the kid and play concert." Like he's not, you know, saying shit from '92 because it's '92 or whatever. Ghost has like those lines: "You're out of luck, like two dogs stuck." You know what I mean? Like, it's timeless. You could say that forever. You know, yeah. what I mean? he's and he's the king of that shit when he's tapping into that you know what i mean the kid whole white shit like blacks rock ashy legs like that's that's, that's, that's never amazing. going anywhere that's never going no. now i want to throw my second theory in because you said about the woo forever run yeah he had an, another run 
when he became the greatest, when it went from Supreme into the W. And then all of the guest appearances and shit for that, like special delivery. Um, what was the shit he did after all that? I, I gotta look up all his his timeline. But like that, like two thousand run with him. Yep. So he has like okay, yeah, he has Miss Fat Booty Part Two. He's yep. got the heist with Busta and Rock Marcy. Then he's got like Supermodel with Kappa. Like, and then he has um, uh, the what's the name shit too? Uh, I forget what that. I think it was ninety nine. The, the the peacemaker joint with Tony Touch, mm-hmm. um, the abduction joint. He is fucking stepping on that shit. So he had like that little second run too of yeah. like where he's now at the mountaintop and just like slaughtering everything moving. Yeah, he's Saying like Vlad the Impaler up there, just this impenetrable mountain castle. So like, so what? What do you? Okay, so in the different eras of this dude. Yeah. Like, uh, He's he's like very different rapper, like so yeah. different, like unrecognizable from himself. Like how do you? you know, I don't know. How does that happen? I mean, I, I think it's all just a natural evolution. Like if he kept doing Supreme clientele, it would be boring, right? True. After a while, so he had to keep adding different things to it. So it was like, um, I think Bulletproof Wallets. There's more storytelling in it. Lot, yeah. Then there is in Supreme Clientel. Oh, Wallace. That's actually my favorite record. Wow. Yeah, I mean that shit. It has a lot of weird little concepts in there. Like he got weird, very weird. weirder. You know what I mean? Like he had like sun showers. He had the mm-hmm. watch, which didn't make it. He had um, what's the shit with like the um the sun dog? Oh, sun. He had the sun. He had the yeah, um the candy land shit or whatever, like the fantasy land yep. shit. Then he had raspberries um, with with yeah. man. But then he had like Maxine. That joint is crazy. That song you know what I mean? was shit. One of Maxine the stories ever. Crazy. That song, that song and just is the out details in it. Like he stepped on Clarence Biggie there. Smalls album. You're there. When it, that you're there. When he when, when the kids push him out the window oh, yeah. and brick, like it's just like and just the way the right kids said word. They're like word word. Dude, the little girl was happy. She picked her brother up. Just like those little yeah. details are so amazing. <laughs> Yo, he, okay, so one of my favorite rhymes ever from this dude. I mean, scary hours. Oh, yes. Ugh. Well, I'm glad I you took you. it because I, I, then that frees me up for my other choice because I was teetering between two. All right. That's I mean, that, 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 I, I mean, I, I got about 87 things. Scary hours, the one where you talked crying. That's the talk no, crying. no, no, that, that that's can't go to sleep. Can't go to sleep. Oh, yeah, can't go to sleep. That's Scary. Yeah. Strong arm that kid right there. But wait, you hear Billy Johnson snapped him out his whip in Times Square. Like, he's uh, – here's one of the things I stole from him over the years, right? He's really good at casually saying people's names as yeah. if you know who the fuck they are and you don't. Right. So he no. says Billy Johnson took his pumas, name play, Duke lost weight. Summer 88 started a fight and can't wait. Ask Dorothy, same kid, pussy up in Marcy, placing that Chad Rossi up in the Marquise. He lost like a hundred ounces. Jake Russ's houses had him on the porch, ask no trousers. The suit up, individual stuff, the new stuff. Same kid crying on the stand with Judge Kuffner. Kissed him with art numbers, feet and non-style. Before he left, he flashed in his face like this. 
Denzel, Richard Dale took his beaver Undo a ball in his whip Once he dropped and split his wig with the heater His safe up was all fucked up As he had me laughing God, you see how he was laid out In the grass with dirt in his mouth Slim woke him up, told him he wild out Blood leaking from his teeth He smiled like he dumped out Big bolo, stacking his shit Financed the Volvo He copped his shit from a small coffee shop in Soho He still pussy He sell his dust up on the lower So apparently Judge Company was like a real dude yeah, it's a real judge. That's a real wow. judge. Uh, like, yeah, a, like real hard ass judge, hard ass. Yeah. And then and he was, you know, then he says, you know, Richard Richard Dale took his beaver, unthrew up all in his whip, mussy dropped and split his wig with the heater. Okay, so like all these people he keeps introducing <laughs> as if I should know who the fuck they are. He's like, wow, he's Richard Dale took his Don't beaver. go back to them. It's you like, know what I mean? um, it doesn't it, go it's back to them. Um, yeah. It's a cinema technique. So like when yes. you have good editing, they'll start you off um, mid-conversation. Yeah, so if you ever watch a movie and they're already talking as, you, as the camera's uh, sliding you in, so you don't even got time to, no exposition. Like, well, what's going on? Like um, the famous, uh, <laughs> uh, um, not DeVito. Yeah, no, DeVito? No, the um, the casino. No, not Scar. Goodfellas scene. The, uh, mm -hmm. What do you mm -hmm. think is fucking funny? If you notice when that yes. scene starts, they're already into that conversation. They're yes. already laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's already halfway yes. through a story. And he's like finishing it up. But like yeah. by Ghost bringing in these characters that he doesn't go back to a reference, he's, he's giving you the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, you know, you, you right. know Wanda. You know yes. Wanda, you remember Wanda? Yeah. As Dorothy. And that's like as Dorothy. Would, Everybody knows Dorothy. tell stories in the hood. You just start talking and then you find that complaint. What, what, what yes. Wanda? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. know Wanda. And then and then by knowing Wanda and by him writing a lyric like that, he's making you assume that this is the Wanda you know. So now you're in the story. You're in it. Like yes. Rosalie, whatever. You know, and um, that's, that's a skill. I can't do that. I, I do. I think I do that in stories. Like when oh, I'm writing I a story story. I'll, um, I stole all of that from him. Create some character in there. I mean, but it's I like. I went to um, high school with a kid named Billy Johnson, too. So this song always just like made me laugh every time I heard it. And then the, the, you know, the incredible RZA shit is the fade out at the end. Yeah. yeah. Copping the shit, my name's the Volvo. He copped the shit from a small coffee shop in Soho. He's still a pussy. Did He's you record it and turn it up? Because there's like two more bars later. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Like, yeah, and just like the genius of that of like, there's no resolution. No. Nope. He can and how much would you forever. kill to hear the rest of that verse? Because oh, you know there's exactly. RZA, would, RZA would always edit the shit out of these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. A lot of that. And then, like, and the other thing I thought about like, with him too was like the eras where, like, after he, once he hit supreme, it was like the year when he's like, like how all basketball players or athletes like, yo, in the summer I'm gonna add this to my game, mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna come back with a better post up game, a better outlet pass. Yeah. After supreme, he was like, I'm gonna be a flow master. Yeah. And yeah. So his flow gets so bouncy. So by the time you hit the W, even on the jump off. Yep. He's oh my like, God, his verse on the jump off. Frosted, yo, it's hot shit hanging hanging out. Out. Like that, that shit is crazy. You know, what I mean? like even just them two bars. Like he wasn't yeah. flowing like that two years before. No, but I mean, if you look at like the great rappers, like what do they say the great rappers have to have? Great voice. Mm -hmm. Check. Got it. Great flow. Best flow ever. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, great lines. Boom. Mm -hmm. Great punchlines. Boom. Great storytelling. Like he might be the he's best, best. storyteller ever. He's the best. Yeah. Like because he just hits every chamber. He makes songs for girls, makes songs for the club, makes songs for the street, makes them hard to find gems. It's like he just does everything, everything. perfectly. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like like he doesn't 
most people are like, oh, the best big, this best storyteller is Biggie or it's Slick Rick or who it, it's yeah. whatever. And because he does so many other things at an elite level, he's not the automatic hands down answer to that question. No. But like, look at that song right there, just the story that it's telling. This mm-hmm. whole thing is just talking about one dude, like strong on that kid right there. And the rest of that shit is just about all the experiences that they had with that one kid. Yep. Like that's, that's that it. whole song. It's just about all the shit. Remember like when we did that to him? When this happened, or that, and this, or that, and that? Yes. Like that's amazing. He does that shit Nobody on like, like that. He does that shit on um on Hell's Wind Staff. Yeah. Where he says, like, mm-hmm. break that brother arm fast as a fuck. Tell Rod Goldie left my beige jacket in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is oh, like man. And then when he says, in the making, next album, Blood on Chef Apron. Keep your Gambito PlayStation in your playpen. Come on. <laughs> this dude. I mean, like, look at, think of, like, Child's Play. The story yeah, that he told. Like, it's not a typical yeah. story. It's not like, you know, like, act one, act two, act three. Mm-hmm. It's more mm-hmm. scenes. He's just telling It's like experience. Scene. It's like a feeling yeah. he's getting from doing all this shit. Yeah. Where he says, like, you know, like pumping the pillow, breaking the Chico sticks. Yeah. You know jealous I mean? when she kissed Rob or broke her Chico, Chico sticks. sticks. Come on. Wait, 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 it, like, my, my, the line I always go back to from that song is, is love it when she pops her gum, shook her ass. I'm not, so I'm not the one. Waiting for the bus double Dutch with F word Lori's son. Yeah. Now, and, now son. and later, lady. The lady who just kissed him now and later. <laughs> Seventh floor, building 780. Come on. Dude, he just, he has this amazing ability where, like, it, it's, it makes so much fucking sense to him. Why would he not say that? Yeah. Like, why would he not include these things that none of us have any fucking clue these people are, except like five people in his life? Yeah. And but these it's are, what makes it on, so special. And these are on million dollar budgeted song label. Yeah. Like, these are on big fucking records. Yeah. Big records. Like that's yeah. that's the most impressive thing. Like he, it's unbelievable. This is and it's kind of ties into when we did our our our, uh, our dad bod crossover. Yeah, this motherfucker's been a major label artist for almost thirty years. Yeah, and so yeah. the major label system has produced the greatest. Uh, con- yeah. Not even a question. No, like, no, nobody's close to this man. I don't care what anybody says. He's. Oh, Castro, close. Castro, what, what is there like another like bars or stands or lines from this dude that always like stuck around with you? You don't have to be like. Um, I didn't pull it up, but like, um, I was pretty floored with the um, Apollo Kids hook, oh. strawberry kiwi. I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about, yo? And it's just like the hooks they say it a couple of times. You just gotta repeat it. I'm like, what is he talking about? But it sounds so fly. And it don't mean shit. I don't no. care what he said. That that one right there really doesn't mean anything. That's like a potpourri of words and shit. Uh, but I was very much like stuck. Like, what the fuck? What? Wow. Oh uh, man. And um, I'll get to my favorite songs, but that that my favorite song I actually has my favorite bars of his. So, all right. So let me hit my first. I got. I'm pulling Castro. I got an honorable mention. Uh, of course. But it's the it's the second verse from Good Times. Oh, oh this, this is like wait a second. Flowmaster. Dog, wait a second. Before you say this. Yeah. Good times, Master Killer Song? 
Not no, at all. It's when they sampled it's a good a, time a scene. Song. It, no, it, it was it was cut from the Bulletproof Wild. Yeah, retail. but it ended up being like a, a, a Jay Love or whatever it's called. Yes. yes oh, I might not have heard it. Okay. I might not remember it. Okay. This is probably the greatest technical rap of his life. Like just yeah. pure technical. It's so insane. Do it. And then it has one of the best ending lines ever. Um, so it's, what if the Bible wasn't good and good was bad as good as bad as bad as it should? It matters. Feed them proper food. The ones that's got a law with you. Maybe they discover you. Look, I'm like a couple Jews. Ticket trauma sold out plus the garden. Love the way I move. People see me. D-Dini hit Beanie on the South scene. You need me. You read me. Captain over. Get that weed to me. The champion, the vigilante. Ask me what the circumstance be. Hit me like Marcus Canby. Hear me. I fuck with family. Done. Chew on this. The hit list got. All of your names. So y'all lames is his. I kissed them. Banging his bitch. That's famous for a tits. Not that tall doobie chick in your whole core sticks. Come on. Oh. Wow. Yo. Wow. Dog, that wow. is. Yeah. This technical, just technical, super. Like, again, he goes from being like the greatest visual specific storyteller to the most powerful technical marvel ever. Yeah. Like, he does all that. All that, but then just dropping like gems throughout it too, like that technical level and just like you know what that you know what the verse is kind of like it's like a native tongues rhyme. Mm. It's like yeah. a native tongue type of shit, and then he Ooh, adds like all, like, yeah, it's like it's like, it's like a Drez like it's day Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a Long Island type of style almost. Yeah, but it's him flipping the fuck out on that shit. Like he's so, oh, God, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's take a so, break. Wait, let me just drop my main one real quick. Oh, oh shit. Let's go. All right, and it's for impossible. (laughs) Ah, cheater. Come on, you know we 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 pick the B side. We pick the I got a B side on deck actually. But it's fine. I I just picked the B side. But I mean I mean, yeah, yeah, I know it's fine. It's fine. I mean it's it's more it's we're honoring him, so it's not I mean Prem put up like the dope uh, Instagram story about it the other day. But uh, oh, yeah. so it, it's called the Andy Jamie the shot. Where's the Kimmy? Don't go, son, nigga. You my motherfucking heart. Stay still, son. Don't move. Just think about people. Should be three in January. Your young guard needs you. The ambulance is taking too long. Everybody get the fuck back. Excuse me, bitch. Give me your jack. One seven one eight nine one one low battery. Damn, blood coming out his mouth. He bleeding badly. Nah, Jamie, don't start that shit. Keep your head up. If you escape hell, we're getting fucked up. When we was eight, we went to bad day to see the Yanks in '69. His father and mine, they robbed banks. He pointed to the charm on his neck with his last bit of energy left. Told me, rock it with respect. I opened this scene, the girl holding his kids. Photogenic tears just burst out my wig. Plus, he dropped with Oh shit, it comes so lurk with no shoes on. Screaming, holding the breast with a gown on. She fell on them lightly, touched his jaw, kissed him, rubbed his hair, turned around, the ambulance was there. Plus, the blue coats, Officer Low took it as a joke. Weeks ago, he strip searched the guard and gave him back his coat. Bitches yelling, Beanie Man swung on Helen. In the back of a cop car, dirty talk shit telling. But suddenly a chill came through. It was weird. Felt like my man was cast out my heaven that we shared. Laid on his stretcher, blood on his wallies like ketchup. Deep like the Paul assassination with a sketch of it. It can't be from you who the leads. Second grade hump the teacher's about to leave. Finally, this close chapter comes to an end. He was announced, pronounced dead, y'all. That verse. Incredible verse, yo. Yeah. I mean, I remember being stuck. I played, I'm. Mean, because you know it's in the song it's like the second verse in the song something like that yeah. it's another verse after it's riz after 
I remember them. I, I kept telling them they were one. I think it might be the last verse, actually. It's the last verse. Is it the last verse? Yeah, because then Raekwon comes down. He's like, well, my man's trying to tell you. Oh, yeah. And he, I'm yeah. sorry to um, talk. But even still, there was more song afterward. And I just remember yeah. Rewind, rewind. I was gonna pull uh-huh. that shit back. Pull that shit back. I made them. We we we, we listened to um, Wu Tang Forever in my man's dorm room in the summer. That summer that year when it first dropped, we all just sat there yeah. um, with the boombox. We were just going through every fucking song, and that song made us like. I was like, Nah, rewind that, yo. I was like, I don't care what the fuck yeah. y'all talking about. I'm rewind that. I was instant rewind, instant. Yeah, that's that's that shit is. That that's like fucking Hendrix and Montero Jazz Festival. Like yeah. that shit is like setting a fucking guitar on fire, just blowing it the fuck up. All right, we'll take we'll take another quick break. Right. Back with more Ghostini, little lineage of greatness. Call our culture. Yo, it's Zilla Rocker. New EP out now. Row House Whispers. Me and Ray West, Bronx's finest. We got seven joints, including a remix from our good friend Shane Great. Available now, name your price at Red Apples 45, the number 45.bandcamp.com. Limited CDs coming soon, should be on all streaming platforms. Any doggone minute, check it out. Row House Whispers, Silla Rock, Ray West. Available now. Back to the show. A call out culture brought Blah. by Chico Sticks. Get jealous Break. when she kiss Rob, you bitch. Break him. <laughs> Yo, man, this is a fucking blast. We're, it, it feels so good just to celebrate all these things that we've been living with for so many fucking years from Ghost. Like, yeah. It's amazing shit. That's like, even when we're, when, like Cash was saying, when you heard Impossible in college and like playing it back, like that had to have been the collective time where everyone was like, okay, like this dude is the fucking greatest. Because like yeah, it was like, but it, what was so that. good Nas about Wu Tang Forever was like there was um this the stage had multiple platforms like everybody got to shine mm-hmm. on um and so as you're listening to the record you're giving you know that next person you know even though people you know deny the God you God you know so I had had moments I ain't just talking black soap mm-hmm. we know that's the classic I'm talking about all the other verses but yeah so like I just remember being um. Oh man, check this! Like when when you got to like um, Ghetto Boys and Dex spazzing again, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's um, just you know, just it's just impressive. We do we don't deify these cats for no damn reason. Like no. they're not just fanboying <clears throat> and um, being so like distracted by shit. These motherfuckers yeah. was putting in timeless work, like and um, at the expense of a major label. So, like, <laughs> totally. You know, there you have it. All right, I need to acknowledge this joint, this verse. It's not my best song of his, but I, I can't not talk about this briefly. All right, I'm the fucking host. Beauty Jackson is the greatest song ever written about a woman. <laughs> I was just going to put that down, it's actually. It's the best. Cool, you took it. Yeah, it's, it's the best one. It's, it's the greatest the, song. The encounter at the bus stop. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the best rap ever written about a woman. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the only time... A dude is like, like we can say this about Starks. He's like, when he's in the right spot in his catalog and his life, he's like a super sentimental, lovey-dovey, like, he like wants to connect with women so much, and which was fucked up later on watching like couples therapy on VH1. 
It's yeah. like how that's metastasized later in his life. But Ooh, yeah, that was that's really like actually soured me to him. It, yeah, it made me like really sad. But when he does Beauty Jackson, like when he has the one line when he says, "This is like probably the greatest piece of writing for about a woman." When she spoke, her smoke floated when it left her throat, spelled honey. When she blew it out, it turned to water. Word. Like, how do you write that shit? How do you write that? And then at the, at the end of the song, the whole song is him on a Dilla beat, picking up an older woman at the bus stop. Yep. And then he says, um, when he says, I never rush one. Here, take my number, miss. I live alone. Her face fell when I dropped the chrome. I just fell all apart inside because I hadn't heard that voice in such a long time. So pretty. So pretty. That's right. She's crazy, right? Yes. This would happen at the bus stop. She turned around and this grown lady said hi. I was quite stunned from the way she replied. Peace, nice to meet you, sweetie. Call me Tony Stark's ghost if you like to. Mind if I invite you over for some red wine? Nice berry white, huh? She pulled out a cigarette, huh? Here's a lighter. Her voice was a slow jam, full length white meat. Hella fine with a beauty mark on her right cheek. When she spoke, her smoke floated when it left her throat. Spelled honey when she blew it out, it turned the water work. I was infatuated. She put the perfume to her neck and sprayed us. Plus the bottle was nickel plated. It make a young girl steeze your feel outdated. And know the married chicks shopping with their men's hated. One stone on her finger was green. Maybelline cover girl lipstick. Plum color fingertips. Revlon face blush. Oh five six shit. The ashes was hanging off the stove, so she flicked it. Damn, had to bundle up. I caught goosebumps. Plus the wind chill factor had dropped. Here the bus come. I never rushed. Here, take my number, miss. I live alone. Her face fell when I dropped the chrome. That's it. And then she leaves on the bus because he drops a gun. (laughs) That album also has another one that's just like a perfect little like slice of life. Um, Keisha's house. God, that song's crazy. Yeah, never love that shit. Wait, which which one's Keisha's house? Is that we on the steps with a six pack of bex? That's that's pretty Tony. That's my other shit. Oh, that's pretty Tony. Wait, wait, wait yeah. When wait, he but says, yes, that's pretty Tony. Um, oh, Beauty Jackson is Fishkill. That's on Fishkill. Right? Yo, when he says, yeah. when he says on Keisha's house, he says, um, um, uh, he says like talk about the girl. He's like, um, about the he says he's like, I I drove a drag. I used to fuck her while she was seated by bags from Brooklyn. He drove a he jag. Drove she a cut me off when she turned. That's it. Yeah, the world that is amazing like he him, said rubbing my girl's leg looking at barbara her, her sister, sister got, got a nice bubble <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like three people removed yeah what he what he even says like you know blowing up we're like we on this yeah they're, they're watching the tyson fight that's what it yeah. is they're watching the tyson fight in the middle of the summer and he's shitting in the bathroom <laughs> ghost need his color Colin Colin Oh my god, who would have placed? Okay, so he also has that part of his game, right? And then the last thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the best song. I just want to talk about like his his like scouting report. He's also he also is like, oh, you want a guy who can set off a song crazy as shit? Oh, he he can do that too. He can yeah. do that. So the song, I, the part I go to for that is Gorilla Hood off Theodore Unit. <laughs> Yo, that is like my. When I say my number one song from him, this is like number two. Okay, 
this is my number two song from him because he has that like inspected deck prodigy who else is like the set it off guy on a song he can like fuck around and do that too right mm-hmm. so gorilla hood he sings the chorus and he's doing his singing shit and then he says I'm like them I'm 86, like them 86 Brooklyn, Brooklyn niggas Fucking fire cook coke with niggas Operate over stones and I brought cold text from bitches Draped out in them loose slick pictures You fuck around and get your whole crew shot at Dare you to pop back under cars crying Trying to come about that Eric B when I cut 43's on a truck like it does join I have your whole hood stuck This is ghost murder we moving like knocks Go cards throwing sports illustrated darts and watch Get the blade rip money fucking fade apart when you see stars, dust low Fuck up a rap on a regular Blow his fucking hands off a sailor It's Don Manley, Don Bella Don King of doing anything A monster, silverback gorilla paw Though I sleep outside And then and then the second verse you just said real quick Bulletproof goose pillows That's the first bar Go- Bulletproof goose pillows <laughs> I'm still alive since the last time I left Teflon pajama set there you go. There you go. Yeah, just throw that out there. Okay. You're wondering. I'm still alive. Still <laughs> he's, he's just like, fuck it. And then the hook is, brothers acting like they bust in their heat. All they life, all they did was a week. This is Theodore. 2004 Commodores with big stupid bangers that go berserk on any jail floor at any dance hall. The dirt bomb, the dirt bomb brothers that still came from stores puff raw. Fuck what you heard, bite wire your jaw. Sipping methods through a crazy straw. Bitch, you want war? Yeah, that's, a, that's the chorus. There you go. I'm done. Yeah. Why not? Okay, I just want to like throw that out. He's, and that, that, that was, that's like a throwaway <laughs> mixtape song. Great. Fucking incredible. All right. So then he had that like weird, weird, not weird, that actually amazing moment where he was just doing shit over soul songs. God, it's the best. Uh, Over the whole, over the whole loop. Yeah, like just this song, like he put the song on and rapped over it. He did that shit with the the Wise joint. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking at right now. The Wise shit, like. That Wise joint is crazy. So good. I think, think again, storytelling. Oh, that wise shit. Yeah. He did that joint. He did it like when we did the um the rap round table um with with Cole Rhymes with I Alive, Heikeet, shout to them dudes, um, Darko, the dude yeah. Andrew. I did that shit live. I did the holla joint where I just put on the Delphonic mm. song. Yep. And I just started doing it, you know, like and people were going fucking crazy. I'm from a place where your fish was made. Corduroy Bally sporting those Rakim caves. Rakim came. Like, Prem was behind me going fucking crazy. And then the homie who I was talking to afterwards from Baltimore, when I did that shit in the rap round table, he went after me. And he picked, like, a song he hadn't done in seven years on some soul shit. Because he wanted to, like, ride that wave. Like, Ghost, you, you can't, as a rapper, you can't fuck up covering a Ghostface song. I'm just going to give that to you guys. as a jewel right there. Yeah. You cover a Ghostface song, you're gonna set it off. So, with that in mind, best songs, best song, oh, songs, man. number one, number two, number what is it? Cash or what do you got? My one and only best song is is uh, fucking um, Mighty Elfie. Motherfucker, mm. you son of a bitch. You yeah, son of a bitch. Why Mighty Elfie even might be the perfect like. It's the, it's the best rap song. Of two all minutes time. of rap. This motherfucker says. It's the best ever. Blew off the burner, kind of dusty. The world can't touch gold. Purple race, purple tape race. Expo, intellect direct pro. Sun's trifling, fuck. Wildflower on the cycling. Picked up the broom, thought I was Michael in West Brighton pool. Now I'm into iron duels. Turn us to earth, whoopee. She out of law school. Inhale. 
the hell, A your life propel, parallel. Door is cell nine, you flash the burn cell. Snap at a Candyland kids, the old rumor is blacks become immune and shit. We never did like eating dead birds. Trust the pharmacy, over urge, men marrying men ill. They got the urge, folks are scissor hand, wig vanished in the winter, living off land. You got them right, I fuck fans, king me. Check, check, make props like the Michael Chip founder. Neck the next stock with Bill Gates now. And I was like, when he said that, I was like, oh, shit, rappers finally know who Derek Jeter is. Because yeah. Jeter had only been in the league like three, four years at that Dude, point. Three, four he, years no that one point, talked yeah. about him in, in rap. And I was like, oh, Ghostface knows who Derek Jeter is. Whoa. <laughs> I, think I think it's the greatest rap song ever made. I think it's everything. Yeah, I remember being obsessed with the beat. The um, beat. Oh, well, wasn't it the deck beat originally, or no? Nah, Am I nah, confusing nah. that with something else? Confusing it with us, stay true. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I had that song. I had Mighty Healthy on a mixtape, like an actual tape, youngsters. And I remember always, <laughs> um, I only had, uh, I only had the Walkman with the fast forward. So when you would, when your Walkman yeah, would break, you would, um. You would just go to the um, little probably store, whatever, and get the one without the rewind because it was way cheaper. Um, um, and so I always remember flipping it, and I I didn't have it on um, on a Ghostface tape. I had it mm. on like a mixtape, like some mix or something. Mm. And um, and sometimes mixes make you think a song is iller than it is because of the little effects they might do or the transition they do. You think that might be in the song, and I remember just having to flip the tape to press fast forward to quote unquote rewind it. And flip it back over, and uh, I didn't go back far enough. But I was doing it so much, I knew it by heart. With uh, and flip it right back over, and it was right there at the end. When they use that, when they do that, um, the um, the Asian samples. I mean, excuse me, the um, the movies, the kung fu movie samples, yeah. and they do it right. And sometimes it, it gets corny. I remember Hell's Wind Staff took me a second. I didn't really like it in there, but. Mighty Healthy was like, who is this yeah. guy? What is his voice? Uh, 
Freak. Yo, that video. Yo, you know, me and Castro. Me me and Castro have covered that song probably 700 times on Wu Tang Pole because our our shit was called, uh, what is our, you said it. um, Monty Hall Expo. Monty Hall Expo. So you can mm. get that on wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. No more physicals. We're only selling the digital, only on Bandcamp. But you can hear, like, I flipped that beat. I took that, that fucking sample by the Slivers or the Silvers. I always mispronounce it. When you reconstruct that fucking beat, you're like, no matter how you do it, it's going to be fucking crazy. Like, that sample is so fucking amazing. And what's the name? RJ flipped that shit on the... um. What song is it? Not on Dead Ring on the other on the remix. It's a remix from Dead Ring. It's a remix. He he took he just he just rearranged the sample, the Ghostface sample. Um, it's not Final Frontier. It's something. It's 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 a RJ flip where he he flipped that sample, but like Mighty Healthy. Like I was listening to um this podcast celebrating the infamous is called uh, opus or magnum opus from like stereo gum and the dude uh, astronautalist is like hosting the shit and we, we did a show before it was dope and he's got like jeff weiss on there and don will and scott free and maddie c talk and havoc on that shit but he spends all this time talking about you know people still don't consider rap oh and i'm like we're in 2020 still talking about people that look down on rap and I was like, "Mighty Healthy is the best rap song because it doesn't give a fuck if you like rap or not." Yeah, no, it is, this it whole, is not that's, that's why Supreme Clientele is the best rap record ever because it doesn't give a fuck. Like, you have to actually love rap to like this record. Straight up, yeah. you won't get it otherwise. Like, it's just like you like Shay It's Shay like Lugger. going into like a PhD physics class and never even taking earth science. <laughs> yeah, like you know up. what I mean. Like being an eighth grader going into a PhD physics class. Straight up, like. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's what I was, he kept saying that and saying that, and I'm like, why do you give a fuck if no one likes the infamous who's 50 years old and white? Yeah, who fuck them? It ain't for them. It's not for them yeah. to hear Q U hectic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like retrife life. Otherwise, I'm not trying to shit on. It, it's in a great podcast. It's an essential listen. Everyone should fuck with it if you fuck with us. Called the Opus. But like when I think of Mighty Healthy, I'm like, your your sister's not gonna like that shit. Sorry. No. Your sister, unless she's a fucking Carhartt girl, she's not gonna fuck with that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like. Right. And it's been sampled to death, like New God Flow or Push the T and Kanye when they fuck with it. That shit is fire. Ghostface on a remix, killing that shit. Like everything it about that. Street, shit. It was a street. It was a street leak. It was a street. Yo, leak. yo, I remember this. Yeah. Cash, you remember, you remember Urban Expressions on Channel 48? Mm, when I finally got to Philly, yeah. Okay. That video was out like a year before Supreme, and they would play it on Urban mm-hmm. Expressions. And I was always like, what the fuck is this? And you would just stay up to like, you know, Saturday nights at like fucking 1230 for like cable access rap in Philly. Is that like your video music box? Kind of, yeah. It's called yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Expressions. It was on channel 48. Yeah, it is. Of course. And it used to come on like every day. And sometimes, I forget, I, I can't remember when. Yeah. But uh, Alaska, what's your joint? I mean, I'm going off the same record and I'm going with one. <laughs> you oh, God. I mean, if we're just going to go bombarding you with lyrics. Oh, my God. One Let's is- do it. Is it, is it, it, it's the, it's the greatest beat nuts beat ever. Yeah. It it destroys, it destroys their catalog. And and as far as I'm concerned, the second verse is the greatest verse in the history of rap music. Like, just like, 
It's um AO crash through break the glass Tony with the gold That's the past heavy ice rolling laying on the dash love the grass cauliflower hurting when I dump the trash sour mass surgeon every glass up at the wally bad sun splash or the grab blessing with your name slash backdraft four pounds screaming with the pearly ass children fix the contrast add the sound clashes Mrs. Dad sprinkle with an icicle eyelash ask cap of pentagrass for backstage passes special guests no more Johnny Blade Johnny Mathers acrobat run up on that love Jones Actress, distract the cat while I'm hot sugar, get a crack at this. Dick it down, Oprah, jump rope. David Dinkins, watch the black mayor, DC. Hit the mocha tangerine sofa. Two super soakers in the rover, hit the sports bar. Tell a young lady to bend over. Meditating yoga, paddle ball, dancing with the vulture. Cast a Troy laying for Travolta. Yo, squish the lingo, 5970, Garglo, 7154. Jesus Christ, that shit was just like. My God, <laughs> show he's it. One is like what's that? That's, that's like track two. What's the track two or three? It's three, yeah. I think. Back two or three, three. It's one of those first albums. Oh, yeah, but e- even the first verse has like all these little parts where it's like. Um, what's it? It's like talk about their ghosts. You the only nigga I know. Like when the cops come, you never hide your toes. Get started, mashing. CBL, ice water, metallic. Past tense, placed in gold caskets. Drew Hill, bitches. Specialists lounging at the mine. Sway, Kofi, rap undercover dentist. Rhymes is made of garlic. Never in the target when the knocks hit. Rumor is you might start to spit. Your night's law. Sweet daddy, Grace Wynn, lifted on the dance floor. Make oaks free, followed by gods. Dunkin' high monument cakes. Be never half baked Alaskan. Seska pay pussy, new court dates. Trauma. Hands is like candy canes. Lay my balls on ice. The branches in my weed be the vein. Swimsuit issue. Dark sent truly from the heart. Boy, I miss you. See daddy rock a wristful. Modern slave guard. Graveyard spells. Fog your goggles. Laying like needles in the hospital. Five steps to conquer. Act Bernadette. Forget squistle. Zip lock the air here. Yo, um, yo, like on, on, so some, on some real shit, right? Imagine you're the engineer or the producer that day, and you're just sitting there. Yeah. And you're like, "What? The f- how does a human saying this? Like, like how, how many takes was that? Did you do that three times? Did you make him do it a second time just to hear it again? And then there's just the portion of the hook that's so amazing, where it's like. Hey, yo, the devil planted fear, fear inside, inside the black, the black baby. Baby. 50 baby. cent sodas in the hood, they, they go crazy. crazy. Dead meat placed on the shelves, we eat cold, cold cuts fast from the hog, you grow up. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. That shit is wild fucking stupid. Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> that shit is amazing. You guys took my first and second choices. Okay. I'm pretty sure you have more. Uh... Hmm. It's a tie between, I mean, I said the verse already, Gorilla Hood, which yeah. is like, you if you want to go to the fucking gym and get in shape, just play Gorilla Hood when you're in the parking lot. You're like, yo, I'm ready. I will run 20 fucking miles today, and I'm going to bench press 450, like, without a question. Like, that shit is so, it's the rare solo song from him, too. That's, like, one of his best, because all of his best songs are, like, usually, you know, with Ray on it, or, like, random dudes from Theodore Unit, or... I don't know. It's all he always. It's hard for him to flex like completely by himself. Yeah. So Gorilla Hood has that. You know, Mighty Healthy is completely him. No one else on it. Um, yeah. 
I, it's hard for me to think because I'm 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 looking at mad shit and I'm but most of the songs I'm thinking have like mad people on. Make a choice, Z. Pick a song. God damn it. Um. Okay. This is not a Ghostface solo song. It's not even a Ghostface solo album. It's a Ghostface song. Hollow Bones. Oh. It's <laughs> a Ghostface song. That's a Ghostface fucking song, yeah. bro. Like that. It, when they play, like when they played that shit during the woo documentary they just played mm-hmm. the sample yeah. and you hear that shit right and you're like okay like this is a fucking amazing sample to flip and it's an amazing song on its own i forget the sample source and you get ray ray kwan fucking destroys this song like yeah. he's like he says he says, uh, it was Dale Breedy the Greedy, conniving as Snake Genie, cop with a bikini who murdered Tosh and Benini. I'm feeling wheezy and I'm drained from the chief agreement. Ain't even looking decent seeing police brothers reaching. Like he does the super fucking intricate flow, which is not really Ray style. No. And then Deck comes in like really just murking. Like Deck goes second and like kills that shit. Yeah, Deck comes off on that. Really kills that shit. And then here's Ghost. Like this is when that, 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 that's like the off season where he was like, I'm going to have the best flow in the world. He says, yeah. outside the check, cash, flash, dip the fashion, five cherry face, bag is trying to cash in. They keep laughing. Go, she gets your face bashing. Who give you these privileges, son? Why you maxing and we? That's flash against my Feeling to take those moves slow. Me hearing how you broke Ross nose. And I heard you keep a banging hammer. Golden brass, diamonds, embroideries that was stolen as you haven't recorded. G. Make very little noise. My shit hiccup. Don't make this big stick up. Big up. Me and the boys. I thought for a second and chose. Rather than froze. Had the gem star in my hand. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, that's when I ripped Timothy. Snatched some dip. Jump right in bag of them. Had the mini axe to him. Faxed him. Shots rang off. Bing. Bing. Boggle Boggle be Boggle That shit. I mean, like, the W is a fucking masterpiece. It is slept, yeah. It's the last incredible woo moment. None of these motherfuckers like the album, which blows my mind. Like, that shit is crazy as hell. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, that album's like too dark and too dire. Like, eh, I'm not really into it. I know people, some people that put um, Iron Flag above the W. Iron Flag sucks. Yeah, yes. That, that album sucks. And he is just. God, that shit is fucking crazy. Like he's, I wanted to shout out something from from Pretty Tony because I love Pretty Tony album so yeah, much. You do, you it's, do. It's just a, it's just a really fun. Like Biscuits is fucking crazy. Beat the Clock is crazy. Run yep. is fucking crazy. But it's it's not on that wavelength of like. It's kind of like the beginning of the downward slope of like. Okay, I reached the mountaintop of like language storytelling. Yeah, rhyming, statin, drugs, like what's left, and it's kind of like, I don't know, man. It's, I, I, what do you do? Like, what do you do when, like Prince always said, like I reached the mountaintop and there's nothing there, so Prince yeah. just started just pumping out mad shit, not giving a fuck, you know, later in his career. But like for Ghost, I mean, like what the hell are you supposed to do after you make these songs and records for like a three, four year run? Yeah, stuff. Like you can't sustain this shit. Yeah, and it's like he's I don't know man it's I think I like again we, we've, been, we've been really critical and honest in a lot of other shows and Twitter and other podcasts but 
I mean, God, who who can ever fuck with this shit? Like all, all the shit we're saying on this episode, like who can touch it, man? God damn. I don't know, man. All right, why don't we yeah. take a break and we'll, we'll do final thoughts? Okay. Wrap it the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, this beat in the background here is brought to you by me, Zilla Rock of the Call Out Culture Podcast, Wrecking Crew, and all that good ish. This is off my first beat tape entitled Imaginatively Don't Drop a Beat Tape Zilla. It is available now on Bandcamp, $3pistol.com. It's 12 beats, it's five outs, five outs, five clans, five beans, five smackaroos, whatever. Several quarters, I can't count right now, I'm doing a commercial. Check it out on Bandcamp now. First Bandcamp beat tape I ever made. Don't drop a beat tape, Zilla. Get it now. Back to the show. Call out culture, lineage of greatness. Ghostface, killer. Since the face been revealed, we talked about him on the podcast. We had to. It's yeah. part of what we had to be. Um, final thoughts on Ghostface in general. I mean, fuck. Just reading the lyrics like cements everything you could ever think about. I mean, there's something to be said with his longevity, but the the period we focused on is his creative heights. And uh, anybody that looks at Ghost should look at that and his entire body of work. Um, Some people still fuck with him hard, some people don't, but the man still puts out one or two records a year on some Martin Lawrence movie a year shit. (laughs) So, you know, we're giving him his flowers while he's here. He, He rocked a gold fucking Falcon bracelet iconic and um the plate with the medusa head on it iconic yeah um just you know just a, a style maven um from from his uh rap style to his own personal style and some quotables that will never be deciphered until this day I, i'm also looking forward to the day and i'm pretty sure that day is coming and gone but i haven't seen it just yet but i want to bear witness to the ghost face um college court I'm pretty sure there is one or somebody's not working on it. And just like, um, you can call it the love of languages, man. Love words. Um, and he, he loved um, juxtaposing them in the most interesting way. So um, salute to the God. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I mean, he's a dude that, like I posted on my IG story the other day when he turned 50. I had to think about it. Like every place I've lived in, since 1997 and I've had probably 11, 12 addresses since then where I would get mail and where I was living. I either would have framed Iron Man vinyl on my wall and or pictures of him from magazines from whatever albums he was dropping at the time. So everywhere I've lived for 23 years, there's been Ghostface on my wall. Whether multiple pictures or just one. So like I don't have any other rappers that have been in my residence as long as this guy of all the people I've loved and bought their shit and studied and worshipped. It's him. Even if, you know, the last several years are nothing I'm not like really ecstatic about and owning anymore, but it's just like, and, and, and right before we started recording, um, I started telling these guys that my next solo album, Hired Gun, which I'm like mixing and mastering now, my plan going to that record was like, this is going to be my version of Iron Man. Like, very specific energy rawness just rhyming going crazy and then as i've been fucking with it i was i took a break from it and i was, I was going back to go over the weekend being like i'm gonna arrange this album like pretty tony instead you'll see you're getting um beard oh, my bed my bed yeah my bed. so i was just saying that so I, so now the album 
which was re- recorded in a range like Iron Man, is now in the vein of Pretty Tony, which is completely different, and it changed the entire feel of the record. So I'm working on a lot of that shit now, trying to map out when I'm going to release it. But it's definitely Ghostface inspired. I mean, shit. I'm not going to fucking hide that. So, yeah, he's no shame in that. He's always going to be the fucking guy to go to when, you, when you're thinking, like, what should I do next? You play that shit. So, yeah, yeah that's all I got for him. Um, for me, Ghostface is just the best rapper ever. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I will take it to the mat. Take it to the mattresses. Ghostface is undeniably better than any rapper who has ever rapped before. Mm. Um, if you take mm. his run from like, I mean, you can start with Iron Man because Iron Man's an amazing album. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like at peak Ghostface then, but if you take his run from '96 to, you can take it all the way to Fish Scale. Like oh, Fish yeah. Scale's not my Jordan's favorite record Jordan. by any means, but it has unbelievable songs on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think nobody is fucking with him for that period. You could take that period of time and put it against anybody else's prime and it's not even close it is like a complete obliteration he'll outstyle <laughs> you he will out battle you he will out verse you he will out bar you he will out story you mm-hmm. he will i mean charisma know, singing, charisma all that shit the, the creativity and the way that he oh. chooses his words like oh you know like just everything about him is so upper echelon it's like fucking like Albert Einstein, Stephen Hawking level <laughs> rapping, you know, and then the next the next person's like Elon Musk. Like Jay Z's <laughs> Elon <laughs> Musk, you know, talking about fucking it's whatever great, great he's talking about on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Nobody else is close. Like Ghostface is the fucking Don of all Dons. Correct. Don Mattingly, Don Baylor. Yeah, Don he's the greatest of all time. And then, I mean, he also had the flyest clothes game. Uh, that's you know, you know what I will say this: there's certain parts in some of these dudes' careers where, like, when Riz stopped wearing the pointy rings, mm-hmm. he's like some other shit. And yeah. when Ghost stopped having like the eagle and the fucking Rick slick Rick chains and the fucking robes, like when yeah. he just start wearing like hoodies and a snapback, I was like. Yeah. I can tell that you're like settled into like, oh, okay, I'm just kind of like a guy. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not like this, you know, it's not like this spectrum. family will wear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it being older. It's like you want to be it. comfortable. 100%. <laughs> I, told, like, I told you. No, but I mean, I, I looked at him with this outfit that was all like accentuated with all this yellow. He had like a bandana tied back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yellow yeah. shirt, the yellow band, um overall one it was just you know but i i feel like back then because raekwon and them that was they talk they they really wanted to express themselves on the clothing tip mm-hmm. once they had their own clothing line that homogenized a lot of their style right start wearing you know just go yeah. grab five pairs of jeans from nowhere and then now yeah. as they've gotten older like last is saying now you're inflexing on desire for comfort so yeah like like ray's the only one that still dresses like razor sharp at all times right yeah he looks incredible yeah, i mean Whereas, yeah, I, mean, I said man started dressing like like a like a super like eight year old athlete. Like you do this guy <laughs> mad wristbands and like jerseys with I loved no it. With, on with them. the fucking baseball gloves, the Franklin yeah, baseball yeah. gloves. I the motherfucker it. got like the cutout bin football jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking what's the name, dude? Um when we were watching the the Wu documentary, 
I think I yeah. said on the show to you guys where like there's a certain scene where it's from them doing the Woo Forever tour. Yeah. And doing the mm-hmm. Hawaii shit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and they film parts of that for the It's Yours video. Yeah. And in the yeah. documentary they show Ghost and Ray doing Daytona five hundred in Hawaii and the backdrop is a fucking volcano. Yeah. And Ghost has on like the straw floral fucking hat with like the mm-hmm. round dark sunglasses and like a floral shirt. And I said to you guys, I'm like, that right there, that moment right there is when he is like beginning to tap in to the fucking stars. Like he's yeah. hitting bending quasars and light and yeah. the way he looked, his move, everything about him, like that, that color. I'm like, that's it. Like that's the beginning of him just taking the fuck off and leaving yeah. earth behind. Yeah, he solved the mysteries of life right there, man. Like that whole run is like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. He's like, he became immortal to me at that moment. Like, Straight up, there's nobody. I, I don't see any world where anybody is better than him in that prime. Like, I don't see. I mean, I'm sure it can happen. I'm sure somebody may be, but it's just like, you know, how? I mean, somebody. I, I can see becoming right equal. Now. Okay. Becoming somebody equal. Who's going right that? Now. I don't know who it might is. equal it, but we don't know it just yet. But um, fair. Like I think I think Rock Morris is like the best pure rapper right now, and he's not close to Ghostface. Yeah. Like it's a, it's yeah, a but different world. You know, it's a different thing. Right. It's it's, it's just yeah. totally different. Like I all the things. Say who? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like like the things Rock Morris he's so fucking good at. Ghostface good at that too. Yeah, I mean, and then he's, he's good at ten other. Has elements of it. I think that his run that he's on right now. But mm. I don't think he has all of like he doesn't check Woods? all the boxes that goes. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't check all the boxes that goes checked. Right, that's the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. like that's the thing that separates. Like he checked everything. He was fucking Willie Mays, dog. Like Willie Mays yeah. literally could do every single thing on a baseball field. Yeah. Just this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, the motherfucker was just like play defense, steal bases, power, average, yeah. every fucking thing, catch fly balls, run. Yeah. It's just dominate like he's he's pretty five five tool dude like ten thirty third degree no he 30. hit his thirty third degree on some ramen shit yeah it's real all right so we're gonna wrap up this lineage of greatness we're gonna plug some new shit we got a we got our first official Twitter handle Alaska was bored in quarantine he's like yo I'm gonna start the clock culture fucking tweeter twitting twitting what's our what's I our totally handle forgot about that actually it's uh hold on <laughs> I totally forgot we even had that. <laughs> So all yeah, you know, all of my shit like somehow today my kid was playing with my computer, and all of my fucking passwords, bookmarks, oh, everything vanished. Dude, that's like oh god, you're no. naked on the side of the road, man. What are you doing? Yeah, I, it's like, um call out cult pod. Call out cult pod. Call out cult pod. Pod. Yeah. Um, we'll have a couple of you know tweets about tonight's episode, so just look out yeah. for that shit. It's coming. We got that shit. Uh, Castro, you want to plug anything right now? Um, due to the overwhelming support and um, favor and compliments that Shrapnel LP is getting, we decided to pack up something together for the fans. So we dropping a nice. remix EP um, this week. Depending on when y'all hear this, it might be out when y'all hear this. Um, remix EP, one new song, a couple of alternate takes. I'm really... Um, some really talented producers, uh, Kenny Siegel, Blueprint, Blockhead, August Fanon, 
analog tape dispenser, small pro, Jeff Markey, um, Willie Green, on the new songs produced by Lucy. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, just a lot of MCs, you know, all, I'm just giving me a lot of producers. This stuff, this, this, this record is called Flachette. Um, it's inspired by Lucid, you know, the soundscapes that he was able to paint. Um, got a lot of these producers excited mm-hmm. and want to um, keep pushing it. And to us, this is like, you know, the perfect ending to the shrapnel meal, the first, you know, the first, first meal is the third course. Um, starting with the Cobalt EP and then the shrapnel LP and then, um, now you have Flachette, the remix EP. So, well, what, what's, what's, what's the name about Flachette? Um, Flachette is like um, a French term for um, these little small um, knife-like bullets that you would add, and they were prominent some wars back, and it would cause a lot of damage. But it's like these little knives that nice. you would load up in your rifle and you know shoot them as well. Fuck yeah! Um, and so, like you know. Shrapnel's uh, motto is just when you thought it was safe. Mm-hmm. So right now, y'all, oh my gosh, Shrapnel blew up everything. People are poking their heads out. Nope, we got rifles. We got snipers. And you're getting um, blow darts and flechette uh, projectiles all up in your neck or whatever <laughs> that metaphor is worth. Um, but no, um, we hope people dig it. Putting put, uh, you know, put some good work into it. Sounds, sounds great as we always do with shrapnel stuff. So, um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, shit is fire, man. I, I, I was lucky enough to master a couple joints. I heard like three or four of this shit is fire. That shit is hot, man. Uh, what am I plugging? Um, me and Ray West, the uh, Row House Whispers EP. We're finalizing the CD now with bonus shit. We got bonus songs, instrumentals. We're doing an artwork. So again, thanks to the popular support and people being vocal and fucking with the EP. I mean, it was it was the plan was just to make some shit real quick, put it out, and move on. And here we are making a CD like a month later, get it out. So we're hoping to ship it on or around June first, depending on where the uh, the CD distribution plan, like what you know, what the effects of uh, coronavirus is on them, and then me being able to get to the post office. But um, yeah, man, that that shit is getting wrapped up, and then uh. Finishing up my next LP, like I said, higher gun. Um, just mixing and mastering that, getting the artwork finished. And then me and my man Chong Wizard, the Midnight Suns record, where artwork for vinyl and cassette is done. I think we're doing one more song. That should be out like August ish or so, I believe, on vinyl and all that cool shit. And then me and Alaska's record, we're fucking with some of yeah. the. We got, we got spreadsheets, man. We got spreadsheets going. We yeah. got fucking spreadsheets a lot of being mixed. Yeah, cargo. Um, yeah. Oh, and if you y'all y'all don't need us to tell y'all, but there's a new Arm and Hammer record imminent, and so stop what you're doing because it's about to ruin all the raps and styles that you were used to. Oh, and there's Arm and yeah, Hammer there, record. There, there might be a Reckham Crew project in uh, June. Yep, okay. working on that too. Working on that. that. Working on a Reckham Crew project. This is gross. Well, yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, um, of, a lot of cold. A lot of, a lot of good there. stuff. So get Flechette get the Arm and Hammer record, look for the Wrecking Crew record, look for Zilla Rockers, um, next two missiles. Bum-ass Alaska, he ain't doing shit. He ain't doing Alaska shit. Alaska and Zilla yeah. got something coming. <laughs> and, you know, and also look out for, you know, next Call Out Culture. Two of my masters, man. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, master a fucking project, man. Put that shit out, man. Come on. We yeah, know. that shit is, Nerd that shit is. Schoolboy. That's what they teach you, that, that little sissy school of yours. <laughs> 
<laughs> that shit's being mixed right now. Also got a project that I'm working on with Cryptic. Ooh, it's, uh, nice. Yeah. It's, uh, I got I just got to write four more bars and then record two more songs and then uh, it's on him at that point. Good. Get it the fuck yeah. out of here. Be a rapper. Man. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'm done go, with go, it. I'm fine. Go lose so your password. Go, go lose your passwords. Be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's us. Bong, bong. Well, I think that wraps up this this week's edition. We're probably going to have another joint coming out quicker. We're doing two shows this week. I don't know when they're both yeah. going to drop, but we're trying to get the Starks out quick. Yeah, I'm gonna hit motherfucking fifty quasars. Yep. Tony Starks. Iron Man. Um, We did it. Call out. Shablap. Peace, y'all. Talk to him.